Welcome to this edition of the Mission Bitcoin Podcast. For this week's episode, I thought it would be a good idea to put together a montage of interviews of plebes and others to give thanks for Bitcoin for the blessings we have as we celebrate Thanksgiving here in the U.S. later this week. I hope you enjoy this special episode of Thanks. Thank you to all of you who faithfully listen to the show. On various episodes, I've interviewed pastors and missionaries. Please consider donating to their ministries. I've included their lightning or Bitcoin addresses in the show notes. Thanks so much. Before we jump into the show, I want to make you aware of Bitcoin Lake. Bitcoin Lake is a project I'm starting in Panajachel, Guatemala on Lake Atitlan. I'm hoping we can model Bitcoin Beach in El Salvador. I need your help and I want this to be a Bitcoin community project. Please check out the project on Twitter at Lake Bitcoin. The name Bitcoin Lake is backwards on Twitter at Lake Bitcoin. And I will leave links in the show notes. Please consider being a part of this today. Thank you. Hey, Miramis. Yeah. Hey, Miramis. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, you know, we followed each other on Twitter for quite some time. And um, I think I uh, was instrumental in, in you getting the laser eyes on your new um, avatar. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I, was, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I'm looking at my profile and thinking, yeah, uh, whoever, whoever said that. Thank you. <laughs> it was and then, literally like last night that I was thinking about that. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, and um, you, you've actually been instrumental in connecting me with some good folks on Twitter as well. So I appreciate that. And, you know, this this uh, special podcast for Thanksgiving, just want to give folks a time to describe, you know, themselves and why they're thankful for Bitcoin. If you've got a, an encouraging story around Bitcoin, we'd love to hear it. And I appreciate your time. Of course. Yeah. And I, I appreciate the opportunity here. So I'm going to share my story here pretty much over uh, the past year, year and a half or so uh, that, that I've been in, in Bitcoin and kind of how it, it's changed a lot of my, my life and my mindset and, and my heart. Uh, right off the gate, I'll start with the three things that I'm thankful for because I'll probably miss it. So first thing that I'm thankful for is through Bitcoin, I found community and a great group of, of like-minded people such as yourself. Um, and they all help me understand the world, not only through economics and money, but also, you know, just kind of what, what all ha is happening currently uh, just with, with the chaos that we're seeing around us. Uh, the second thing is Bitcoin helped me better align myself to really understand and understanding and seeking out God's will for my life, which, you know, who would have, would have thought, you know, money could, could do that. <laughs> um, and then the third thing, uh, which is really what I want to touch on and focus on here is it helped fund the adoption of my new uh, mm. daughter, my new baby. Um, and so I'll, I'll go right into the story again. I'm Miramis. Uh, in in the fiat world, I guess I am. Uh, I work in finance and accounting in the software tech industry. Um, I've been in Bitcoin. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll start with my Bitcoin journey here. Um, it really started with the COVID lockdowns and everything happening around there. And so when those first started, my wife and I were really distraught and not sure of what was happening and just confused. Um, and the funny thing is, I think the week before Sunday service church, the week before lockdowns happened, we had a guest speaker come in for 
uh, he, he was an eschatology and, and times um, expert. And, and so going into lockdown, we kind of had already kind of, you know, I mean, eschatology, you know, if you're not too familiar with it, it can be scary to begin with. Yeah. So we just had this right at the front of our minds uh, as soon as lockdown started. Uh, and so as as the weeks and months progressed, we saw what was coming down the pike just with, uh, you know, the mandates and uh, restrictions. And it, it was honestly, for my wife and I, uh, a very distressing time period because we're like, you know, what are our kids going to be doing over the next year? Uh, we, we, we foresaw that, you know, we might not be able to fly at some point in the future or just, you know, different things that we're seeing uh, being put in place this year, which is just crazy. Um, and so that causes us to shift a lot of our, our lifestyle and priorities um, and thinking like, hey, life is temporary and there are a lot of things we want to do mm-hmm. in life and a lot of things that we want to do for God, right? And so uh, one thing that got put in our minds was, well, we, we changed a lot of our lifestyle. So we ended up getting some chickens and uh, um just a lot of different stuff, learning about self-sufficiency and self-sovereignty and different stuff like that. But then God really put on our hearts to pursue adoption, um, which I struggled with that idea. I struggled with that idea for quite a while because we had two kids, two biological children at that time, but we had decided to that we were done and that we would stop because my wife had some... Uh, pretty intense and hard labor and pregnancies that caused some health issues. And so because of that, we decided we were done having children. I ended up uh, physically, you know, uh, not being able to have children through a vasectomy. And so like we were comfortable, we thought we were done with with children, Uh, but God was like, no, um, I have something else for you. and so with that, of course, is the money aspect. Adoptions can cost thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. And so we were left thinking, how are we going to pay for this? But that verse just um, throughout last year, that verse just kept coming up in our mind. Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Um, and so we had peace with it. We moved forward. And um, a few months later, God gave us the opportunity to actually uh, cash out our retirement funds um, and earmark that for adoption. There was actually something in uh, the new Congress bills because of COVID. Hey, if, if you got impacted by COVID, you can cash out your retirement totally free, and you can also um, spread out the tax burden over three years. Mm. Great. Let's do that. You know, we have nothing else that we're going to use that retirement for. Um, uh, and, and, you know, because of uh, everything else, we, we, we think that God will, will take care of us. You know, that was at least our, our mindset at that time. And so that was a, a blessing that, that God was able to give and, and some provision that he had for that adoption. At the same time, I got re-exposed to Bitcoin through some friends who had uh, told me about it a few years back and they're telling me like, Hey, Bitcoin has come back up. This will be a perfect time for you to, to get into it. It's like, okay. So I started learning more and 
I got some conviction around it. <laughs> I actually, uh, you know, the, the money that was earmarked for the adoption from those retirement funds, I just put it in Bitcoin. Mm. Um, and then that allowed me to just go deeper down the rabbit hole. And not only did I learn more about, you know, the economy and the money and, hey, what's happening with, with the money printer, it also helped me understand, hey, um, Bitcoin isn't just about money. It represents freedom and it represents truth. And because of that, I started noticing a whole bunch of people who had a lot of the same ideas and, and mindsets and interests as me in, in the Bitcoin community. Um, and so I was able to find, you know, like-minded people and a community to help me understand everything that was happening, um, you know, just with the lockdowns and the inflation that, that we're seeing today. And so as, as I learned more, um, I changed a lot of my mindset, a lot of my goals. It wasn't about, hey, I'm going to have some fiat gains. It's, I want to gain as much of a Bitcoin stack as possible. And so I had this stack goal on my mind and I fixated on this goal. But as, uh, you know, as I was waiting for this adoption to happen, I started noticing like I'm becoming a lot more, you know, I guess greedy and fixated mm. on this goal uh, to, you know, get as much of a stack as possible. And in hindsight, I'm realizing that I had made Bitcoin sort of this idol, you know, mm. after the going down the rabbit hole, which I think is really easy for Bitcoiners, Christian Bitcoiners. Um, so all this time, you know, we're waiting for this adoption to happen, right? And um, the way adoption, uh, birth adoptions work is, you know, you're, you're placed with an agency and then um, you're just waiting basically until a birth mother chooses you and is matched with you. And so we were waiting uh, for a good year uh, before we were matched. And finally, we get the news that we are matched and uh, we find out we only have four weeks to prepare mm. before the baby's due date. Not only with, you know, everything with our house, but also the finances, because uh, again, I was getting a little greedy here and I told God like, hey, I don't want to touch my Bitcoin for any of these expenses. I, I just flat out don't want to touch any of the Bitcoin, even though you were the one who allowed me to cash out my retirement basically uh, with minimal uh, fees and expenses and earmarked it for, for this adoption. Um, and so we were scrambling. Um, we had some donations. Um, nice thing about adoptions is uh, there's a tax credit, $14,000 tax credit, where basically they refund you uh, a portion uh, of, of your expenses. Um, but you, of course, don't get that money until you file your tax return next year. Mm -hmm. And so what I ended up doing was uh, doing some credit cards, uh, interest-free credit cards that I could pay off slowly. And then once I get the return, um, but I was thinking like, Hey, I need to file for as many loans and, uh, adoption loans and 0% adoption loans and grants that, that I can, as we got closer and closer, like there was nothing that was coming through. Mm -hmm. Um, and so God was working on me like, Hey, 
<laughs> I, I provided for you all this money. Um, and finally, the baby was born and I was holding her in my arms. And, uh, you know, the, the adoption bill was due within a few days. And so I ultimately gave it to God. I said, okay, I will use this. You have blessed me. You have blessed me with this child and you've blessed me with the funds to be able to pay for the adoption. And so I gave it to him. I had peace. I did have one request for him. I was like, hey, I, you know, I'm using these funds. The one thing I do request, because all of this time I had surpassed my stack goal. Um, but, you know, with cashing out the Bitcoin, I would be below my stacking goal that I had. My one request was, I want to come back up over that stack goal. I didn't give a time limit or how it would happen or anything like that. Um, and I wasn't sure how that was going to happen either because um, I cashed out my Bitcoin, right? Or a portion of the Bitcoin. Uh, but then in about a month or so, there were some additional expenses that had to be paid, lawyer expenses and, and whatnot for the adoption. So we weren't even sure how those were going to be paid just yet. But literally a week later, we find out that uh, we got awarded a grant and that would mm. actually pay the rest of, of the adoption off. And then the week after that, uh, my work contacts me. And again, I'm on paternity leave, two weeks into paternity leave. And they said, hey, you've done a great job for us over you know the past year. We have a bonus for you. And so wow. we were blessed with a bonus. And you know where <laughs> the bonus went, right? <laughs> it went right back into the Bitcoin. And it's funny because that amount pretty much got me right back at the stacking goal. Not above, not below, but like right at the stacking goal. So God was faithful. And I know it was like this little petty um, request, but you know, God, God cares about us. And I think it's because I was able to put God first that there's that verse, right? Um, where your treasure is so will your heartbeat you know don't put your treasures on the things of of the world and um, bitcoin is freedom money and is truth money and is most aligned with with good right and and morality but it's still an object of of this world and i realized that i was making it a god mm. um but it says you know put your treasures in heavenly things in eternal things and, you know, from the very beginning of the adoption, the reason we wanted to do it was, you know, we, we have another life that we're able to pour into for the kingdom of God. Who knows what this child will grow up to do? Who knows how many lives this, this child will mm. impact? And the funny thing is we were done with two children. Now we have three. And, and now we're wanting more children after this and adopting more children which actually was influenced by a lot of people from the Bitcoin community, just realizing, yeah. yeah, just realizing children are a blessing. And so it, it's funny because I've just realized, you know, just over, you know, the, the past year, this, uh, this journey of tells about me and, and my stack goal and my Bitcoin to what is this Bitcoin being used for and who is this ultimately going to help and effect for the kingdom of God. So we want to adopt more, but then also 
I know, I know that God's preparing us uh, for for some rough times ahead. So I I foresee some needs that are going to have to be met over the next few years. I don't know how God will use us, but uh, I have a feeling, you know, God is going to use me and and the funds that He's provided for me to help wow. some people over the coming years. That's a great story. Yeah. Maramis, that's a great story and that, you know, you've uh, given glory to God, but you've also kind of um, admonished us as well about how we treat um, the Bitcoin. So that that was fantastic. Um, what a blessing. And I've known enough couples going through adoption that it can be a real roller coaster ride. Um, so, wow, that's that's a fantastic story. Thanks for sharing that. It definitely was a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And the adoption itself is a whole other story and, and testimony. But yeah. I wanted to share this testimony and kind of the heart change that I got out of it. So I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, of course. Thanks, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. Hey, Patrick, thanks for the opportunity to contribute to your Thanksgiving episode. This is Simon with the Bitcoin in the Bible podcast, and I'm here with David and Will. And we all have stopped to think a little bit about what we're thankful for this season. And I love the month of November. Thanksgiving has always been one of my favorite holidays. And I obviously see that uh, God's providence has continued to provide for my family year after year after year, decade after decade. I, I, in my 40s now and looking back, I can see God's hand 10 years ago enabling me to learn things from men who love God that are now transforming my life today. So the, the first thing I'm thankful for are pastors and teachers and elders who have come alongside of me, taken me to scripture and taught me how to look at scripture and understand it and to use it to glorify him. And secondly, I'm just really thankful uh, for my family. I'm thankful for family members who have been there to support me through life changes this year and who continue to be there to speak into my life, to help me understand where truth resides and how to use that truth to grow and to glorify him and to empower and encourage my sons and my daughter with what the next generation will need to know to be effective in this world that's changing around us and, and where we, we see the need for not only a biblical worldview, but a biblical money like Bitcoin to continue to prepare the next generation for the challenges that face it. And, and third, I'm just really thankful for God's provision. God has always provided for my family. He's provided us the basics, what we need. And no matter whether we are, are doing well in this world's definition and making money or whether we're not, God has always been faithful to provide us exactly what we needed so that we could love him and love others. And that's what I, I'm looking forward to from another year as we go forward together. How about you, David? Well, Simon, I'm, uh, I'm thankful for another year of God's grace in my life that um, by his spirit and through his word, I continue to love and, and believe passionately and deeply in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has sustained me and, uh, and my wife through another year. And, and we're very grateful for that. We're grateful also for our extended family, just the opportunity to, to see the work of God in their lives too. And as my grandchildren grow older and the older ones now professing faith in Christ themselves and sealing that profession and baptism is, uh, is a great delight to my heart. So just kind of seeing the faithfulness of God over long term and, and the generational disciple making is a source of great joy for me. And with regard to Bitcoin, man, I just love being with you guys. I learned so much. 
uh, being together with you. I greatly appreciate you, uh, how much you have really dug into the scriptures uh, to pursue the topic of uh, sound money, honest money, for the technical knowledge you both have with regard to Bitcoin, for your patience with me, an old guy who uh, is limping along on this race, and uh, and the chemistry of this podcast. Uh, when I, I look forward to the opportunity to get together and to record with you guys, and, and I walk away blessed every single time. Indeed. Thanks, Patrick, for, for having us. This this year has has been a blessing to me and to my wife and, and our kids. We've have been growing and, and building some some great relationships at, at our church, and that has just been such an encouragement uh, to our hearts. I think for both my wife and I, we have been encouraged and blessed by this podcast, by the time that Simon and David have spent with me together and just honing our thinking and, and sharpening one another and that has borne fruit in our lives. I'm thankful, Patrick, for the opportunity that we had earlier to speak with you. And, and it's been just a, a joy to see believers on Bitcoin Twitter engaging with one another and, and encouraging one another and bolstering uh, one another to love and, and good works. And I'm I'm hopeful for another year of opportunity to, to do more of the same, to have an opportunity to speak uh, to others who who follow Christ and and the opportunity to speak to those who don't and to share with them uh, what it is that we're passionate about above and beyond Bitcoin, even more and um, than Bitcoin. And people who know me know that I am very passionate about Bitcoin, but there is much that is much of of much more internal importance. and and so the opportunity to to share the gospel with others is is a humbling uh, experience. And I pray that this podcast and, and our time uh, together as, as believers, that we would be able to have an impact on those around us and, and that we would be able to communicate uh, God's truth, not our own truth. We are merely seeking to understand God's truth and, and to share it with others and to understand how he thinks about uh, things. And I pray that this is a season where we can celebrate what he has done in our lives and, and look forward to how we can continue to use our gifts and our talents to love and serve others around us. Indeed. And yeah, Patrick, thanks so much for all the work that you're doing. We appreciate you. And and just for everyone who's listening, we'll just encourage you that as God's word says, godliness with contentment is great gain. Um, Make sure that you are focusing on cultivating eternal treasures just as much as you're cultivating your physical treasures in this world today. And so thanks so much and look forward to hearing what everybody else has to say in their Thanksgiving episode. Hey, Bitcoin practitioner, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate this. And as as we've been talking and as I broadcast on Twitter, this is just kind of a special episode to have, you know, us give thanks for what the Lord's done in our lives with Bitcoin and just for the audience sake, just kind of share a little bit about who you are without concealing too, or revealing too much and um, kind of tell us a little bit about your Bitcoin story and then we'll talk about why you're thankful for it. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, I go at Bitcoin practitioner because I am in the medical uh, field for my profession. Uh, I won't reveal too much more than that just for sake of anonymity uh, with how the world is these days. So um but uh suffice to say i've been in emergency medicine for most of my career um enjoy helping people with that um and god has blessed me with a a good career in that regard too um uh, i guess how i got started in bitcoin i was thinking about that today actually uh initially 
I got started a bit about January of this year. Uh, so it's been like a 10 month long process and really started getting serious about Bitcoin uh, only about, um, I'd say in June, whenever that first big dip came after Elon Musk uh, all the fud from that everything <laughs> happened. Uh, it, made, it made me kind of reevaluate why I was uh, investing in crypto. And like um, at that point, I kind of went back to even from where I started. Uh, so I was like, well, should I get out? Should I stay in? There's a lot of people that are convinced that this is um, going to succeed. And why are they convinced it's going to succeed and all that? Um, and initially, I just got in in January just because I saw the trends that it was going up. And I was like, this this is this is different because I remember in 2017 when Bitcoin had the, uh, the big run back then, uh, seeing that and uh, thinking this is this is crazy. Why is this going as high as it's going? I've heard about it. I heard about it in 2012. I remember hearing about it back then and thinking that's an interesting idea. Uh, probably being implemented in some other way, but Bitcoin will probably fade away. Um, and that kind of made me pay free attention in, in 2017. Then when it went back down, I was like, oh, well, yeah, that, that's to be expected. Of course it went away because there's no way that can succeed. So when it started going up to around $30,000 again uh, for Bitcoin, and that's when I really started to pay attention. I was like, well, there's something to this. So I put some money into it. And needless to say, whenever you kind of invest in something, then uh, you better start learning about it. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you're either going to lose money on it or uh, miss out on an opportunity that uh, could have uh, had more free to it. So, um, so like I said, in, in June, I really started to learn about it. Um, and became really serious about it. I kind of read uh, the book of Satoshi, uh, which is just all of uh, Satoshi Nakamoto's writings through the cryptography mailing list and whatnot. Um, and he answered every question I had about Bitcoin and its uh, weak points and some I didn't even know about. Um, and that kind of um, gave me confidence that this actually has some weight behind it and can actually uh, go somewhere, I think. Uh, and so that kind of led me down the rabbit hole. And, and I've been uh, in the rabbit hole ever since and um, still pretty fresh and learning a lot all the time. Uh, right now I'm reading through the Bitcoin standard and that is uh, every page of that I'm like highlighting half the page and mm -hmm. have to sit and chew on it for you know, 10 minutes before I move on because uh, it's so dense uh, just because of uh, it just shows so much of uh, what I've seen and haven't been able to put into words I guess and, and everything but um, yeah, I guess also uh, uh, it kind of uh, made me, uh, well, I'll stop right there and just say that that's kind of how I got into Bitcoin. So let's see where you want to go from there. Well, yeah, so with the, um, did you get into it because of the, the number go up technology as an investment or was there something else compelling about it? I mean, it... Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much why I got into it. I mean, I was... Uh, when the stock market took a hit in 2020 from uh, COVID and all that, um, uh, everyone was saying, you know, this is, if you're going to buy investments, this is the time to do it. So I got into the stock market at that point. Um, and that kind of made me like look into that. And I was like, how do I understand this? Because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me how this works. And I need to put more research into it, but I don't have the time because I was in school at the time and have a family and all that. Um, and, uh, and uh, I guess it kind of peaked out around the time that I, uh, right before I, I started investing in Bitcoin. And I was like, well, Bitcoin looks like it has better returns on it than the stock market for right now. So I'm going to ride this wave and cash out whenever it peaks and then uh, 
just make some money on it. Um, we need a new car at the time, and that's pretty much why I put money in the stocks uh, to begin with. Is just kind of test it out and see if I could make some extra money to put towards a car for a family. So, okay. Um, um, but yeah, so so I saw higher returns, and and that's why I got into into Bitcoin, the number growth technology, like you said, and uh, pretty much <laughs> not for any reason I'm in it right now. So. <laughs> get into it for the same reason i always like to ask the question though because i think at some point hopefully it's going to flip around there's going to be you know other reasons other than that but right now it's kind of hard to <laughs> ngu for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, so bp what as a as a christian as a believer what kind of impact do you think bitcoin i guess what kind of impact has it had on you and your christian thinking or you know has it had what kind of impact has it had well, it's had, I mean, uh, every day I, 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 I mean, it's on my mind all the time, uh, and, and Christianity is on my mind all the time because it shapes my worldview. Um, and just seeing, uh, one of the most fascinating things I think about it is seeing the parallels between both the Bitcoin community and the, um, I guess the principles behind Bitcoin, uh, and how they kind of parallel Christianity in certain ways. Um, it's just, it's a fascinating thing. I, I mean, there's so many ways that, um, that they parallel one another. Uh, just for a quick example, in, uh, in our church recently, we've been going through James, um, and uh, we were talking about uh, the part uh, where uh, you should be respecters of persons because of their status or their money or things like that. And it, uh, <laughs> during the start of my mind, of course, went to Bitcoin Twitter, and I was thinking about how the whole community doesn't it's not a respect of persons if you if you have ten thousand bitcoin or if you have one bitcoin you're treated the same as everyone else i mean you're you're all pledged you know on bitcoin twitter that's uh that's kind of who you are you're just another person and you're they're benefiting from the technology that's out there and um but you that you're not anybody special because you have a certain amount or don't have a certain amount do you think uh, that's everyone's held to the standard of proof, you know, that, that Bitcoin is. So if you stray from that and you're an influencer with a lot of Bitcoin or have been around the community for a long time, but you get out of the truth into something like um, altcoins that, um, and just trying to uh, get more fiat money instead of, um, I guess, investing in Bitcoin because of what it is, then, you know, people are there to put you back in line, kind of, so. Do you think that's always going to be there, or do you think that's going to fade the the, the non-respecter of persons? Do you think that's going to change? Um, I don't know. I, I think I think there will always be the core of people who see Bitcoin for what it truly is, and then there'll be people who come on and they don't see it for what it truly is. So as it gains popularity, I think you know, uh, people will probably uh, there'll be influencers and people will buy on because of influencers and whatnot. But the core uh, people who actually see Bitcoin for what it is and the, um, the sound money principles that it has and stuff like that will will always be there uh, in the background, you know, kind of uh, propagating the truth, I guess. And do you do you think that this is a technology that Christians must adopt? I don't think it's a technology that Christians must adopt. I think I think there's man, there's a lot of leeway in Christian freedom. I think. Um, and I think you're responsible for the knowledge that you have uh, when something is made, um, uh, when something is made known to you, and, and God, you know, impresses something upon your heart. I think you're 
responsible for using that and the way that he puts that on your heart. Um, so, uh, so I don't think necessarily uh, all Christians are, you know, have to use Bitcoin or don't have to use Bitcoin. We're all interacting with the world and we're all going to have to use cash at some point or another, at least for the foreseeable future, because not everybody accepts Bitcoin for transactions, you know, so, um, so, but doing that in a responsible way, especially once you understand the principles of sound money and the principles of how our current fiat currency system is, uh, is based on, I think, uh, definitely makes you rethink how you use it. It has for me, for sure. So, um, yeah. Awesome. And so BP, as we kind of wrap this up and kind of talk about, you know, thankfulness, you know, if you have a specific story around, you know, what Bitcoin's done for you specifically, maybe the way you're thinking or why you're thankful for Bitcoin, you know, just just as a word of encouragement for those out there who may be listening and and thinking about, you know, what Bitcoin's done for you. Sure. Uh, so um, I'll start off with actually something I had this morning. I was talking with my son and we outside playing together and. Um, he knows I'm into Bitcoin and whatnot. And so he was, I don't know why he brought it up, but he was talking about Bitcoin. He was like, um, what does a Bitcoin look like, Dad? And I was like, well, you can't really see it, Bitcoin. It's not really, it's an electronic money, so you don't really see it. And he was like, well, I can't, but how do you see it? And I was like, well, you can see like a numeric representation of it. And I, I don't like dumb things down for him. I talk yeah. at a higher level for him and, and let him, you know, ask questions and, and see what's happening. So I was like, well, you can see a numerical representation of it on a computer program, or you can see its effects uh, on different programs that you use. Um, and it gave me a chance to kind of bring up God with him too. And I was like, it's kind of like God because um, you can't see God, uh, but you can see the effects he has on the world around us. You can see the creation that he has made and you can see how he sustains life. And um, just got to talk with him about God uh, because we were talking about Bitcoin. Um, and again, one of those parallels, you know, so uh, I'm thankful that, it, that I mean, I, I get the chance to talk about God all the time with my son, but I'm thankful I get to talk about uh, God in the context of Bitcoin as well, because it hopefully will lead into uh, discussions about um, how money is used for the glory of God as well. So, uh, which is a, a concept that, I'm still processing through. I mean, I, I never really thought too much about that before um, before I started getting into Bitcoin, honestly. Um, and it has made me rethink um, money in general and how how it's to be used for the glory of God and also the pitfalls of money and um, and loving money, too. Uh, um, there was a post, I think, by, uh, actually, I have it pulled up here, by Ho uh, Holding Jesus. And he put back in August, he said, uh, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. And that's from Ecclesiastes 5.10. And he said he was pondering this with Bitcoin. At that time, I was thinking about that uh, similar thing. And I said, Bitcoin has helped me not to love money as much. Uh, learning about it and holding it uh, through the ups and downs has made me more focused on the more secure my hope in Jesus. And I said, Bitcoin could fail. Although I don't think it will, and I hope it won't, uh, but God's promises never will. Um, and I think uh, it has made my security in God instead of in uh, my control of my circumstances more, uh, which is a, a big thing as well. So, um, uh, like I said, we were saving up for a car, and so when that big dip came, 
uh, in all of cryptocurrencies, but Bitcoin in general, um, back early this year. Um, that's when I was like, well, should I pull this out? Because we do need to come. And right at that time, my wife's car broke down for a while. Um, and I was like, well, shoot, I don't know. Uh, I was kind of anxious about it. I was like, man, I don't want to pull this out because I think it has more potential. Uh, and that's kind of when I was uh, really starting to learn about the principles of it and more, how it was more valuable to hold it than to um, than to spend it or cash out, you know, even when it goes up. So, um, but at that time, uh, as I was thinking about it, I was like, well, God's given me the money that I have. Um, and perhaps this is the time that I need to use it for a car. Uh, and, and maybe this is why he allowed me to have it. And maybe he allowed this dip to go because it made me realize that my hope isn't in my ability to uh, invest in something long term, but my hopes in him. And it really did refocus my uh, attention on God as my provider instead of Bitcoin or instead of investing. Because at that time, I was still kind of on the investing track rather than Bitcoin as a transformational uh, tool uh, for lots of things in the world. Um, and and so I'm really thankful for that as well. Uh, and it may be, and now I'm less hesitant to put more money into Bitcoin. It kind of led me down the path of becoming uh, kind of a Bitcoin maximalist and uh, and not really looking to other things and trying to like time the market. Um, at that time, I was you know looking into how do I learn how to time the markets and how do I learn how to get out and make a profit and then get back in and grow that money. And now I'm able to just put it in Bitcoin and trust that, hey, either God's going to make this work uh, and this is a tool he's going to use or he's not. And I'm okay with either way now uh, because I, I, God's going to provide in the future either way. And I think, um, I mean, I, I obviously think that Bitcoin has a better shot at succeeding than the current world uh, economic system. But um, but it gave me a peace to know that God's in control no matter what. And I'm very thankful uh, for that. So. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for letting me share. So, of course, man. Thanks so much. Well, certainly, I'm thankful for Bitcoin. I'm thankful for my family, for what the Lord has done, His provision. I'm very thankful for the podcast and the really gracious and decent people that I've met uh, through this podcast and on Twitter. And I'm very thankful for for that. So. I hope you've enjoyed this special episode. May the Lord bless your Thanksgiving weekend and your Thanksgiving day. And may you enjoy your time with your family. And for those who live outside the U.S., uh, maybe Thursday, just pause and give thanks. And that's what we do every year here in the States. And it may be a good time for you to do as well. Thanks so much. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Please like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you would leave a review, that would be fantastic as well. Peace.